This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Didn't score any points. Um, didn't, didn't get the job done. We took a step in the right direction as an offense. Uh, we know we still have some things to work on, but um, I think, like I said before, we, we, we kind of uh, took a step in finding you know, who we are as an offense, our identity. He'll get it off. Young being tracked down. The ball comes out, and it's picked up by Wadham. DJ Wadham rumbling inside the 20. He'll go all the way to the house. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here. Jake, I didn't know you played the piano. That was cool. I yeah, I was up all night practicing just for this. <laughs> what did okay. Jake want to call this segment the other day? He totally got shut down. <laughs> he was mad. I think it was like the misery, like, misery rankings or something. Yeah, misery rankings, that's terrible. No, no, actually, like uh, full disclosure, I, I came up with something better uh, for calling this. So we are going to power rank the five worst teams in the NFL. They're not power rankings. They're powerless rankings. Jake's <laughs> that that well one makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Jake. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Get 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 back on the piano, Jake. Uh, powerless rankings <laughs> is uh, what we're calling this now. I'm calling it audible. Uh, so yes, uh, the five worst teams in the NFL, because you know, any random radio schmuck can give the top five best teams, but it takes true talent to find, uh, the worst of the worst. So Aaron, how about you, uh, kick things off for us, uh, starting at number 28 and working your way to 32. I would be delighted. Number 28, (laughs) a one and three team. The offense is off. The quarterback leads the NFL in interceptions with six. Josh Jacobs, he's not doing very well. Devontae Adams is calling out everybody, saying that there's no winning culture. It's the Las Vegas Raiders. And they've got the Packers on Monday Night Football. Prime time. Ugh, gosh, you got to step it up. Not a lot of confidence in this Raiders team, so they make number 28 for me. 29. You are supposed to turn things around with Sean Payton. Nothing is working. The comeback against the Bears, it was cute. It was cool. But also, may I point out, you were down 28-7 to the worst team in the NFL. So I'm not sure if that's a lot to get excited about. The defense has fallen off a cliff since last year. Expectations were higher. So you have to be on this list. No bueno, Denver. Number 30, a one in three team again. 
the New York Giants. The Giants have now been outscored 64-3 to at home this season and would be winless if it wasn't for that comeback against the Cardinals, another team that could possibly be on this list. Uh, New York uh, giving up 11 sacks, scored just three points against Seattle. That's awful. Daniel Jones also tied for six interceptions, which is the highest in the NFL. And it's not going to get easier. Why? because they're going to play the Dolphins and the Bills coming up next. So good luck with all of that to the Giants. All right, now I got to switch gears. A couple 0-4 teams. We've got the Panthers at 31. Nothing is going right. Bryce Young came back, and the offense uh, wasn't very good. Not a lot to say there. Just need, They need to figure out what's going on with their offensive line. They play the Lions this week. I expect them to lose again. And then, of course, at number 32, we have the Bears at 0-4. Justin Fields struggling. His QBR close to the bottom in the league. The offense is out of sync. A lot of issues. Plenty of blame to go around. Just not good. And they play the Commanders, who also I debated putting on this list, but they're not quite Mm -hmm. bad enough. Mm. Uh, But, hey, there is good news for the Bears uh, since they do currently own the top two picks in the NFL draft. So maybe – it's not all that bad at number 32 for Chicago. This is wild, Aaron, because we only matched on two of these. And they're not even oh. in the same spots. Or one is in I the same spot, the other, other one's in a different too. spot. Only two yeah, teams. Like, there tough. were tons of crap to choose from. Like It was truly exciting to parse this down to 28 through 32, but that's wild to me that three teams that you have in your bottom five are not in my bottom five at all. So that let mm. the debate begin here. Um, mm. When it comes to how I did this, guys, certainly your priors matter. We're not deep enough to the, into the season to where you can only look at a four-game sample size and say, okay, this is everything we need to know about these particular football teams. I think what happened leading up, Uh, What our priors are do matter still. So factor that in when you look at teams that maybe we feel might be on an uptick, but still they haven't accomplished enough to get off of the schneid, so to speak. And that's why at number 28, I'm beginning with the Houston Texans. Again, even though I like CJ Stroud a lot, he is still a rookie quarterback and rookies tend to be quite volatile in these kinds of situations. And my biggest question for the Texans is, Will Stroud get enough support to where he'll have a bad game? It'll happen. But will the running game support him? Well, so far, they're fourth worst in rushing yards over expected. So I'm not expecting that to happen. And also, too, one of the more subtle things with the Texans is that they have the worst punting unit in the National Football League. And so they are usually, you know, when it comes to punting and, you know, punting allowed, it's not going well for them. And so those subtle yards on special teams – They're putting their offense in a bad spot and putting their defense in a bad spot as well, giving advantageous field position opportunities to opposition. So I look at that and say that Houston, a lot of work to do for them. Number 29, staying in the division, it's the Indianapolis Colts. And even though Anthony Richardson looked good in spurts on Sunday against the Rams, at the same time, when you have a rookie quarterback who has already missed time this early in the season, you don't hold that against him but it does stunt his growth. It stunts his development. And so 
Here is a team I feel like could just go on a massive losing streak. The pass defense has been bad for much of the season. Wide receivers are all questionable. They haven't had a, a great group of wide receivers in a long time in Indianapolis. So I've got the Colts at number 30, at number 29. But at number 30, one that we did match on, Aaron, it would be the Chicago Bears. The dysfunction matters for something. And the dysfunction has lasted, you know, for a good year now. No faith in Justin Fields. He has the fifth highest sack rate despite his mobility. This isn't looking good for Chicago. Then at number 31, I've got the Carolina Panthers. The fourth and sixth lowest success rates of unqualified quarterbacks belong to Andy Dalton and Bryce Young. I honestly thought that Andy Dalton making a start and having some veteran leadership that he can bring to that room would ultimately help Bryce Young and company. And so far, it hasn't. It's kind of what we thought Andy Dalton was supposed to be prior to going to New Orleans, just not working out and just sort of being this journeyman backup quarterback. And that's exactly what we've seen. Uh, fourth worst in rushing defense, despite having some talent up front. It feels more and more like Brian Burns is going to be in some kind of a trade package. Carolina is already looking ahead to next year, but they're not even in a good position to be worried about next year. So they're in big trouble. And then in last position, again, yes, there is optimism for the Arizona Cardinals, but here's one way to think about why I have them uh, last in my powerless rankings. So Daniel Jones has played eight halves of football so far. Only one of those halves did he look like a legitimate NFL quarterback. That was against the Arizona Cardinals. When you let Daniel Jones look good, you are pretty doggone bad. And that's where the Cardinals are right now. Passing defense success rate, second worst in football with Marco Wilson leading the way. Most penalties, most penalty yards. The quarterback hasn't wowed me yet. Even though Arizona does have that win against the Cowboys, in every other contest, there have been massive causes for concern and the projections just aren't good for them. So Texans, Colts, Bears, Panthers, Cardinals, Joe. All right. Uh, this is interesting. I, I side more with Aaron on her rankings. And, and here's how I did it. I'm looking for teams that don't have anything to hang their hat on right now. Like, what do they have? Do they have a coach that is at least up and coming? A quarterback up and coming? Like something strong on one side of the ball. Boy, I'm. It was tough though. Like at 28, there's like five to six different teams that you can make a case for. I, I felt like the very bottom was much easier. It was just kind of finagling the order in which you want to go. But at 28, here's what I did I decided to go with the Broncos. And I know the upside with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, and offensively, their numbers are not horrendous. You know, with all the draft capital that they gave up in that trade for Russell Wilson, and this is a guy that the current head coach doesn't even want. Like, this is going to take so long to overhaul. And just watching that defense for an entire game, oh, my God. They're, they're still, after four games, allowing seven yards per play. Per play. And it hasn't been just these juggernauts offensively. That is one yard more than anybody else in the NFL. They're pathetic. I don't know how that changes. You can talk Vance Joseph all you want, but I mean, it's just, oh my God, it is going to take some time. So I put the Broncos at 28, 29. I, I decided to go with Carolina there. I know they're 0-4, but um, I went 29 because 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, I don't, I don't know that Reich was the right hire. Now, offensively, they're a mess, but they just drafted their franchise quarterback, and early on, it looks like Bryce Young might be the worst of those top few guys. He might be, but it's too early to say that. Two of those losses were one-score games, so I'm giving them some. And they did put 27 on the board at Seattle, so I'm going with the Panthers at 29. Now the Giants, this is where we're going, like, what do you have to hang your hat on? Um, I don't want to kill them because of the injuries, the brutal injuries they've dealt with on each side of the box. Andrew Thomas and Saquon are so vital to this team, but it's not like they're good with, with them on the field either. Um, they nailed the head coach. They got that. I don't know what else they have, honestly. I mean, they are so poor on both sides of the ball. They have no receivers, no offensive line, no defense to speak of. So Giants at 30. 31, I went with the Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels is a train wreck, okay? They have one player on each side of the ball, Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, and they can't lift up the entire team. So on offense, your best player is not your quarterback. So, I mean, Devontae's going to do what he can. He's phenomenal, but there's only so much he can do. Uh, you, You go, Josh Jacobs goes from being the rushing leader to now one of the worst running backs in the first month of the season. I don't know what they're going to do. Is they're going to stick with O'Connell long term? I do know that the Raiders stink and McDaniel's. They need to start over again. So I put them thirty-one. No surprise. Bears are thirty-second. Back to what do you have to hang your hat on? What do the Bears have? Do they have upside with the quarterback? I don't know. We'll see. I want to see how Fields does tomorrow off the best game of his career. I know they don't have a head coach. I know they don't have an offense to speak of. Luke Getzey's a disaster at offensive coordinator. I know they don't have anybody on defense. It's terrible there. I mean, they just don't, they have nothing. I don't know if they have a GM. I know the ownership stinks. Uh, Bears are 32. So 28 through 32, Broncos, Panthers, Giants, Raiders, and Bears. Am I the only one who has the Cardinals in their bottom five? Yes. That's wild. Like, they were that much worse coming into the season in in terms of win total, advanced metrics, all that stuff. I'm the only one who still has them there despite that win against the Cowboys. That is really interesting to me. I guess it's probably my biggest takeaway, Joe. Um, I think that's because you're valuing your priors more than the approach that me and Aaron took, right, Aaron? That's my guess. Because I, I, I've I walked away. The impressed. Cardinals have exceeded expectations Wait, to me. Yes, they have. Yes, and so they have. The Texans. But so that's why I didn't put wins them in. I mean, yeah. How many wins are the Cardinals going to end up with? Maybe not a ton. But they're covering point spreads. I think maybe they have a coaching Gannon. Like, I think after a month, there are some teams Mm -hmm. that would say, okay, I think they may have made a mistake with their new head coach. But then there are some teams that, you know, D'Amico Ryans, Steichen and Indy. I I think maybe Gannon in Arizona could could end up being a hit. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know about the quarterback position. You know, that's going to – they're going to figure that out down the the line. But, Mm -hmm. like – the fight that we're seeing week after week, that's why. 
yeah, that's why I didn't want to put the Cardinals bottom five. The other concern I have too, is that you look at that NFC West and Seattle has exceeded expectations, at least in my mind, the Rams certainly have exceeded expectations. They're not a bottom dweller at all. So Mm -hmm. I look at say what the schedule uh, consists of for the Cardinals. And even if say, we like what they're doing, we like what they're putting together Still, though, I think that schedule got a lot tougher for them all of a sudden. And so it almost Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Okay, maybe they're not a dysfunctional franchise, but now things are going to be a lot tougher for them. Meanwhile, you know, a team like the Bears. Yeah, we all agree that that the dysfunction exists, but I think that's an easier division and thus an easier schedule for them. It is. I also considered the Titans. The beginning of the schedule Mm -hmm. was supposed to be easy for them, too. And look what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans, yeah, I thought about them. You know, the, the Vrabel part is tough. Like, and they're so good right. against the run. And certain Henry finally had a good game, but it's been bad yeah. for the Titans. <laughs> I didn't think anyone Henry was gets... going to do it. I didn't think anybody was going to do it. But if you wanted to put the Bengals, I wouldn't argue. You, your case is I Joe did Burrow. consider that. Uh, <laughs> he's holding everything receivers up. Receivers are way too good. Way too good. I couldn't do it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the latest NFL line moves on the Week 5 board. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.